on this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, Kidder and I are breaking down some of our favorite places to eat. Why? Mostly because Kidder's hungry, but it's a good conversation. We're going to talk about our favorite Italian places, our favorite Chinese places. Hey, we're even going to get into some things like food from India. And uh, what maybe is Bismarck lacking in that regard? Plus, Kidder's got something to open. That'll be good. I got an update on a controversy that I've been following. Hey, it's a lot of good stuff. It's a great show. And we're glad that you're here. And with that, I get to say this. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V-Mark Kidder. Pour a cold beverage, pour pussies, enjoy time with The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer Blues MBS, the podcast that has officially been named the podcast of 2024, mostly because nobody else wanted that spot. Anyway, I'm your host, the living embodiment of Charlie Brown, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Well, Howard, do I have to answer that question? <laughs> maybe maybe if I uh, ask you a question, answer your question with a question, what could the meaning of life be? Uh, that's 42, Kidder. And uh, so how are you doing tonight? Oh, I thought it was like 38. Yeah, no, no, it's not. And I'm still going to ask you, how are you doing tonight? <clears throat> I got kids, man. I, I'm used mm. to asking the same question over and over and over again without ever getting an answer. <clears throat> I can do this all night. That's not helpful, and you could just might as well just keep trying. <laughs> that's right. Kidder is being a little stubborn tonight, it seems. Uh, which, which tells me it's clearly been a week for Kidder. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't know about this whole eight to five stuff, like working five days in a week. What? You mean like us normal people? Yeah. Normal. Yeah. <laughs> Kidder, you sound like a man who could use a drink. And so I will, yeah. I will postpone telling you about my week and my day to get to everybody's favorite segment. That is what's Technical on tap oh <laughs> i mean it has been a while since we've seen our friend the hamster but uh anyway yes what's, yeah, what's on the hamster tap? doing these days <laughs> how is he i mean how's the wife and kids you know like everything going okay for the hamster i mean he's been out of work for some time now I mean, the last time that he uh, that he made an appearance, it was the episode that uh, you came to us live from Arizona, mm. and he got a workout in. I think he's still recovering after <laughs> that one. Well, if this show were any worse, we'd all be in recovery. I mean, some could say that that's what this is. This is recovery. You know, they probably like show this at AA meetings. You know, like, look, if you keep drinking, you're going to end up like these two guys hosting a podcast on the Internet that nobody watches or listens to. Although, actually, Kidder, kids, drugs are bad. Uh, I just want to say I, I was uploading the podcast for this week and uh, for the first time ever. 
on the audio podcast, the United States is not the country with the highest volume of listeners to this show. Do you want to take a guess where uh, where we're getting the majority of our listeners in from? Puerto days? Rico. No, technically a U.S. territory. <clears throat> oh, oh, right. I didn't know if it counted in the U.S. It shows up on the U.S. map. Oh, okay. So not Puerto Rico. Let's try not, it again. Norway. Uh, no, no. No love in Norway. But you're close. You're close. You're, you're on the right continent. Uh, UK. No. No, not, not, the, not the UK. Spit it out, man. I'm going to need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's Germany, good sir. Oh, it's a Germany. Wow, this is crazy. And there go all of our German listeners. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, they're big fans of the Scorpions with Klaus Mann and his vocals, and Franz Buchholz on the bass. Love you, Germany. Yeah, I mean, hey, thanks. If you're listening to us from Germany, thank you, thank you. Uh, we're, we're just having some fun here. Kidder was extremely excited to hear that. Uh, where's I going with this? I had something to say. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It was interesting because uh, looking at the last like 30 days worth of listens, Germany has overtaken the United States. Uh, so we were having more listeners from Germany. Here's the fun thing, Kidder. We're the like uh, the number off and big in Germany. Yeah, the, the number one episode, and, 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 and I think you'll get a kick out of this, the number one episode for this last 30 days comes to us uh, from 2022. It's an old episode, but it's none other than Kidder's Birthday Bash. So your birthday episode, episode from 2022 is <laughs> in the most downloaded episode in the last 30 days. We got 10 uh, downloads here recently. So that's <laughs> us, the utmost leader in current content, simply groundbreaking in current events. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I think that just says that that's a great episode. And hey, if you haven't gone and checked out that episode... Future Howard will put a little thing there, but uh, yeah, go back, give it a listen. It's a uh, it's a good time. I don't think I'm in that episode, but you know, <laughs> that's that's uh, that's how it goes. You know, I was uh, bringing the show up with my absence. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anyway, Kidder, what, what are you drinking now that we've had the world's longest intro to what's on tap? Somewhere Lane is screaming, "Just get to the beer!" Well, he's already skipped it by now. He's on to the next episode. <laughs> he got next week's episode early. What you having? I almost took out Orion. He's laying there like, hey, what's going on here? Um, <clears throat> it appears that I need to have this one because it's right here. And I'm pretty sure that we've had this one before on the show. The Shiner, everybody's favorite brewery sponsor of Farva, the Spatzel Brewery. In Shiner, Texas, this is the Shiner Light Blonde, 99 calories, 3.4 carbs. It's light done right, uh, according to to this. And 12 fluid ounces, 4.2 alcohol percent alcohol by volume. Ball Corporation Aluminum, 
right there on the back of the can. Absolutely. Handcrafted small batches, 99 calorie brew is the easiest drinking shiner yet. Let's make sure I'm not running over anybody here. Get it in the old. I was a consummate professional. I would have this uh, ready beforehand, but it's practically ready to go. Practically. Practically. Hmm. <clears throat> little freshness scent there. Well, it's a light beer. It has more flavor than a uh, Bud Light fifty Bud Light Select fifty five, hmm. but less flavor than a Budweiser. Interesting. Um, Two point eight. Wow. Wow, uh, that's a surprisingly low score for our... Okay, uh, 3.2185. Okay. Okay, that, that's, that's better. Better. You know, man, don't, don't, we don't want to lose that sponsorship for Farva here. You know, that's, yeah. You have a good point there. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kidder, I'm glad you're going light because I'm going dark and heavy. Uh, I have a brew from the uh, local geek, actually, and uh, I've been saving it because it's a full pint. And, uh, hey, I'm parent in charge this weekend again. So I, uh, I'll i be drinking this. Uh, this is from the Meadowlark Brewing Company out of Billings, Montana, and it is their Old Gus uh, Scottish style wee heavy rye ale. Yeah. It is semi sweet, caramel, dark ruby, whatever the hell that means. Uh, 16 ounces, 7% alcohol by volume. And that's all I got on here that's really worth me reading. So clearly dark Ruby is the heel persona of Ruby Soho made in Montana treasured everywhere. That's a bold claim. We'll see how it pays off. So cracking this bad boy open, giving her the old smell test. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that definitely smells like a nice dark kind of caramely chocolatey uh, brew. Hmm. On first taste, Kidder, uh, it reminds me a lot of a cold smoke, but like it's a little bit chocolatey. It's got a little bit more of a chocolate flavor to it. It's, you know, it, it, yeah, it does. It has that semi sweet, you know, taste. I don't like it probably as much as a cold smoke because um, I'm not really a chocolate fan. But it's not bad. Um, I can't taste the dark ruby, though. Can't can't pick up those notes uh, in it. Uh, but I'm going to enjoy sipping on this uh, this evening. And uh, 
I'm going to give it a four, Kidder. A four. That's right. And none of those wild decimal point things, because, you know, that's a joke I made that you've taken over and have been running with so strongly that it's really just your thing now. That's not my thing. Oh, it's totally your thing. No. You're now the decimal point guy. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, if I'm the decimal point guy, there's no point to being on this show anymore. <laughs> I like how you uh, tried to make that dramatic Andrew exit and uh, only covered a fraction of your screen. Such a decimal point guy kind of thing to do. Yeah, because it's like 70 Five percent. <laughs> we we've hit a new low, kidder. We're telling math jokes on this show. <laughs> I don't even know if they're good math jokes. <laughs> what do you think of our math jokes? Please leave us your feedback. Leave a comment down below. We'll read it. It's not like we got anything better to do. So, kidder, how's it going? How you doing? How's the mm. wife? How's the kids? The dog? The cat? The goldfish? How much cold medicine have you taken? Like, are you high <laughs> right now? <laughs> I have been dealing with two toddlers all day. This is like the first like adult conversation I've had, man. I'm I'm just like, woohoo. Someone who's not gonna punch me in the face or kick me in the balls. Because that did happen. Well, Twice twice today (laughs) on both accounts. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow, but there may be a day. You just never know. Yeah. Well, at least we have some distance here. Uh, You just got home not that long ago. The odds of you uh, actually getting in your car, driving all the way up here, just to, you know, punch me in the face or kick me in the balls. Pretty low. Pretty, uh, pretty low. I've done less for more. Mm. more for less both (laughs) so I know it's been a week you've been up to anything interesting you you do anything exciting did you take an adventure across the river I did in a winter wonderland Mm-hmm. I hated it. Oh. <laughs> I, I just, you know, whatever. It was fine. It was fine. Made it in and out of of town. Fine. I also didn't have to do, you know, anything crazy, which is fine. Stop that. Uh, excuse me. Stop that. Thomas and Moriarty's had some tasty drinks what did i have an old-fashioned of course in fact i had two old fashions because you can't just limit yourself at one when you go to thomas and moriarty's i mean let's be honest here delicious saw the old Christmas lights out there in the park and Christmas lights over there and over there and over there and over there went around and saw the scenery. I mean, you have to give them credit. They got a really nice setup with that Christmas lights on Maine at Mandan. You know, 
got and, uh, the, something appealing about the city. Uh, you'd have to go there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is we're gonna lose our you know our, our few listeners from Mandan. And and in the comments, who who is listening or watching from Mandan? Please share. And and local for geek. local geek to <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen a comment from him for a bit on our episodes. You know, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, if he's just getting tired or he's struggling to come up with uh, something valuable to say. Should we send the cops over there to check on him? Like, make sure he's okay. <laughs> Local geek. Are you in there? Local geek. We need to make sure you're okay. Local geek. You haven't commented in at least one week. People are concerned. <laughs> uh, and, and by people, I mean fans of this show who clearly tune in for the local geek content and not really us. Hey, uh, speaking of people who frequently guest on here, Kinder, I got some news. It might cheer you up. It might, or it might bring you down. But uh, I, I, got, I got a message from uh, uh, one of our frequent guests. They felt the need to reach out to me, and uh, we, we had a bit of a chat. And uh, <clears throat> sometime between now and March. Hmm. I thought you were going to say eternity. I'm like, yeah, that's probably about when. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Uh, but sometime between now and March... The one, the only, the Big D is going to be back stateside in the old Alabama for some training. Mm. And he's planning on coming back to the show. So mm. he's going to be back for a couple of weeks. He's going to reach out to us and we will have the return of Big D on the show. So get ready, people. He's a coming. He's going to be back. And uh, we all know that that means shenanigans, trolling, and a lot of talk about cherries. You ever notice that he's like really a parole? Like, (laughs) yeah, he's out on parole. I mean, yeah, it's it's very possible. You know, I I realized something. You know, he 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 made some comments, and we we have it. You know, he said on the show. You know, he. He had made a, a deal with his wife not to drink because uh, w- they were separated here for a bit during the whole transition to South Korea. And then the only exception was up to be- when he was on our show. It makes me wonder, Kidder, if all this time Big D has only been coming onto the show so that he could drink. Yeah, obviously he's using us. There's no question. <laughs> obviously. You don't even have to ask that question. That that's like common knowledge. Well, yeah, you know, I I may be throwing it out there in case a particular person happens to you know listen to this episode. Yeah, he doesn't actually watch this either. <laughs> uh, he does actually because that was I think what he just drops in for a for a comment now and again. Well, I think he I think he like checks it out, but like. 
there have been a few things that I've like dropped. Like if you've been watching the thumbnails as of lately, there have been a couple of big D references. Uh, like in our episode about um, tired of these Alberta Clippers. If you look amongst the throng of the audience, you'll see a particular ice cream sandwich wielding, you know, SOB. In the uh, episode that came out, I uh, can't you. In our time, not by the time you guys see it, it's going to be a little bit messed up. But the uh, episode Rock Shows and Rally Caps, uh, one of the rally caps does say Big D. So there's been some references. Things have been said. It happens. So I've been trying to, you know, I'm trying to, truthfully, kidder, I'm trying to get that like one like or two downloads from like South Korea. That, that's what I'm going for. So I'm trying to troll them into it. Get our international numbers up. Besides all of the fine folks in Germany. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Things, places, food. Tried out uh, Maya's. Mm. How is that for you? Partially extremely depressing. Because it's the old Johnny Carino's building. And I miss Carino's. Miss the Italian. But it was uh, good. Tex-Mex, Mexican. Everything. The food was delicious. So. How's how's the interior? Because I I have to ask this. Because if anybody has seen the inside of Johnny Carino's. Like they are going for very like rustic Italian like countryside housing. Like, I mean, there's a, definitely a a feel to it. I'm just curious. How's the interior of uh, Maya's? You know, how many changes did they make to you all know, that? We'll paint and a couple walls and some decorations and eh. <laughs> It's Johnny El Carino's. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's fair. Fair. Uh, but it's a Tex-Mex place, you said. I mean, it's, it's you know, Mexican. It's uh, <clears throat> a good south of the border or Tex-Mex food. Mexican. It's good. Mm. Chips also and the whole deal. Uh, you know, Kidder, you, you get to eat out far more than I do. So let me ask you this. I know Mexican, not your favorite food. You eat it, but it, it's like, it's not, you know, if I were to ask you, hey, let's go out to eat anywhere you want. The odds of you choosing a Mexican place, pretty low, pretty low. Uh, see if I was a bit of... But but here here's my question, Kidder. Of the uh, Mexican establishments we have here in town, give me your top three. What are the top three in Kidder's book for mm. Mexican restaurants? <sighs> All right. Uh, I think uh, La Carreta would be uh, number one. Um, Maya's was really good. And... Uh, I gotta, I gotta, I'm grabbing a name because I don't want to 
give you the wrong name of a place. Uh, La Echelada. Mm. Good food there too. For for the the Mexican style. Yeah. So what makes uh, what makes La Carreta stand out? Why is it the top on Kidder's list? Hmm. I think the variety, because they have a, a large menu. There's a, a lot of different options. And I, uh, you know, chips and salsa is really good, but their pollo dishes are good. And they have shrimp and fish dishes, too, that, that are good. Shrimp cocktail. <clears throat> you get this goblet of uh, shrimp cocktail salsa. Basically, I mean, the shrimp are, you know, whole size shrimp, and then you can eat those delicious and, you know, like a, a southern or Mexican uh, uh, um, not. I mean, it is basically a salsa, but it, it's the, the step in for the cocktail sauce. Mm. And it goes great on the chips. So you after you eat the shrimp out, you can either soup it cold or grab some chips and eat it up very good <laughs> cheese sauce is pretty good uh the other two so like maya's i think has a, a bigger menu than la echelada but nothing against it because it is still good yeah. Good picks, good picks. Uh, out of those, I think I have only been to La Carreta. I think that's the only one. Um, I truthfully, it, and it's nothing against it. Um, you know, by the time that Lefty and I kind of got back, and some of these places started taking off, it was about the time we discovered her gluten and corn and all of those allergies, and so really it has wiped like Mexican food off the, uh, the old list. Um, except for Taco Domar. So, which is good, but uh, I do miss the occasional like step up in, uh, in restaurant, you know, cause there's always, you know, those levels, you kind of have your fast food, your, your diners and dives, and then you kind of have your your gourmet, right? And like I would I would throw Taco Del Mar into the fast food category. And that's not to say that you can't have great like fast food food, but there's a difference. Um, truthfully, I've been thinking about this because uh, another podcast that I listen to intentionally blank. I know I'm throwing this out here, uh, but they were they were talking burgers, man. Kind of it was kind of like our pizza episode from like episode 50, but they were like, but they got a little bit more technical and that's where they were breaking it down into fast food, diners and dives and, mm-hmm. and then gourmet. And they were using that to compare different burgers. And I was like, that's actually a pretty good scale. I yeah. going to have to steal it, but because I'm an honest guy, I'm going to credit them with their category levels. Cause it's a great way to think about it. Yeah. 
My favorite burger place closed in Moorhead. I I remember you telling me this. That's yes. was sad news. Yes. Very disappointing. Uh, they actually closed a day earlier than they thought they were going to because they were able to clean up the uh, food and beer. So good job to the community for going in and cleaning them out like we did with Johnny Carino's. However, how dare you for not supporting them or to stay open? Yeah, it's uh... which is the same for here and Carino's, because if all the people had shown up six months to eight months over that period that had arrived the last three weeks, they were open. They'd still be open. Yeah. Well, what does that leave us with pasta places? Like, I'm just trying Olive to garden and the walrus, basically. I was going to say, I mean, I know there are places that have pasta on the menu, but I'm, I'm talking like the dedicated to the pasta. And I think you named the only two I could think of was Walrus and Olive Garden, which that's two very different levels because Olive Garden is clearly down in fast food, you know, like big chain land and Walrus, I would say, closer to the gourmet side. The only thing that I have against the Walrus is it's in that little strip mall and it is just so narrow and it's so hard to get in there and it could wait forever for seating like that's a place that could like they may just got a little bit bigger venue i think they would do better but that's just me yeah i'm searching on on the old search and it really um Oh, Johnny Carino's permanently closed. Uh, <laughs> poor 40 out of the curb. Um, <clears throat> I don't take a whole lot of stock in when I search Italian on here because the first one, Olive Garden. Okay. Italian restaurant chain, obviously. Second result, Papa John's Pizza. <laughs> Okay. The third result, Nardello's Pizza. Now, Nardello's, fantastic pizza. Nardello's Pizza, Jimmy V's, same pizza. Fantastic. Very, very good. They, they don't really, to my knowledge, have pasta dishes. You can get subs, like a chicken parmesan sub or something, but uh, no pastas that I can recall off of the menu. They're Italian, uh, like balsamic salads. Very, very good, too. You want a slice of pizza? You wanted a calzone? You wanted a salad? Bam. There's that. But uh, pasta place, lasagna, not at this time. Hmm. And then it has Bruno's Pizza, which same thing. It's a pizzeria. And then the Bistro which is like an American fair, and they say a Grecian art place. <laughs> so they have some pastas on the menu. Uh, this would be more in the gourmet section of what you were talking about, kind of the higher end. Uh, a good meal to take, uh, you know, for a date night. Rotating menu to some degree. Yeah, I've never eaten at the Bistro. 
Hmm. Yeah. I, but again, I, I don't tend to eat out mm-hmm. quite as much. I say as, we should go, but that would be kind of weird. And I don't know that our wives would appreciate like us going to like a fancy date night type place, just the two of us, and like not taking them. What's not fancy about this? <laughs> we do it every Friday or Saturday night. Now, 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 man! If we had fans, there'd be fan fiction. You're opening the door, man. To us having dinner together and maybe recording a podcast. Oh wow! Yeah, (laughs) I have love love mic somewhere. I could I could pull those out. We could put those on there, and then we go sit at a. Sit at a table, have it around table at uh, the bistro, eleven hundred. Bam. Clearly, though, uh, Bismarck is open for anybody who wants to like open a like classy Straight pasta up place. Italian. Yeah, yes. There, there's a, there's a need. There's a desire. We got pizza places up the wazoo. We got burger joints here and there. We got a lot of Mexican restaurants. We got a lot of Chinese slash Japanese slash sushi. Like, mm, yes, we we got a lot of that covered. Italian, we're kind of lacking. We need we need more Italian. Even uh, even Indian food, India clay oven. Fantastic. Also, you I've like, not been there. You, I, yeah, I, but but you that like said, Indian food. I I I have enjoyed it. Um, I I don't remember the name of the place, but uh, Lefty and I, uh, the last time that we went to Fargo, uh, and this was before kids, uh, we found this wonderful little Indian place in Fargo, and the food was just excellent. Excellent. So, um, I, I wish I remember the name of it. And eh, it's in Fargo. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of curry. So, mm-hmm. you know, for, for me, it's uh, it's enjoyable. I had some really good homemade curry, actually, from your old stomping grounds at. Uh, the new stomping grounds that you haven't actually worked at of GTS mm. at an Indian celebration and was able to partake in the food. And oh man, was was it good? Uh, some, uh, I think it was yellow curry that night, mm. but the rice and the naan and the chicken. So good. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we could also use an Outback Steakhouse. Nah, we, I mean, we're good. We got a Texas Roadhouse. They're practically the same thing. I didn't think my headache could get any worse, but it suddenly just like, just, just hitting me hard. <sighs> I, I just had to troll you. I mean, that was, that was a softball. That was a, it was up there. It was just mm-hmm. w- waiting for somebody to swing at it. And I'm the only other person on this call. So, mm-hmm. 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 yeah, 
No. I, how about how about any other food? What's your uh, what, what's your take on the? Uh, let's go with just strictly Chinese. We we won't dive into okay. sushi places yet. But what okay. what stands? Why is this a food episode? I don't know because we don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> what favorite Chinese place? I would go with Hong Kong. They were even better when they had the buffet. Oh, they, they got rid of the buffet. Yeah, COVID killed that. Oh. I didn't know. And as far as I know, uh, at least as of six months ago, they have not brought the buffet back. And it's very disappointing because the buffet was fantastic. Ten bucks or less, maybe 13 or 15 for dinner. You go have the buffet. Enjoy the best cream cheese wontons in Bismarck, the best house lo mein in Bismarck. Good to go. Sesame chicken, general sow chicken, steam rice. You get some egg drop soup in there. Mm. And then, of course, with the dinner, you can get the crab legs and uh, seafood scallop dishes. Mm. Yeah, so delicious. Uh, I haven't uh, I haven't had their food in a while. It's been quite some time, and and I need to change that because it, it it's still delicious. Their house lo mein is the best house lo mein that uh, I have had. And it's the little skinny noodles that they fry up, and if you order it off the menu, then you get uh, pork, beef, chicken, shrimp vegetables included in the house lo mein awesome love that uh as for like other <clears throat> more of the you know chinese variety if you're going more toward the traditional what you would call chinese food um rice bowl in mandan very good Second that, uh, I've had their food. It's pretty good. I'm, I'm looking through the menu to, uh, of course, or the uh, the restaurants to to kind of make sure we don't miss one. Jog my menu, or my my uh, jog my, my menu, my memory. Kidder's like, I, I'm so hungry. I'm just gonna start looking at menus, man. I, I'm I'm gonna find what gonna have dinner after this. <laughs> looking at some, looking at some things to eat. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, um, but Rice Bowl and Hong Kong are, are my, my top two. Then there's China Garden, which I know you enjoy, mm. used to enjoy. <laughs> I, I, I won't lie, Kidder. Uh, most of the Chinese places around here, like I lost all interest in after eating at uh, the Modern in, water, in uh, Walla Walla, Washington. Mm. That was the absolute best chinese food i have ever had hmm. it was phenomenal like i think it was like big like portions of like lefty and i ate there we immediately then had to go find a walmart with a cooler so we could take all the leftovers because we were on a road trip <laughs> and it's like oh this stuff was it, it absolutely the best and ever since then like 
a lot of the Chinese stuff around here. It's it's okay, <laughs> but it like it doesn't reach that high bar that I had out there, and I just you know it's a uh, it's disappointing in that sense. Yeah. So, right. so hey, it, if you're ever in Walla Walla, Washington, check out the Modern. Totally worth it. If you go a little bit different to Thai food, Eat Thai Cafe. They're good. Hot pick. And uh, they have seen or heard of our show before, so I, I give them extra credit because <laughs> they know they know of us. So that's that's cool. I uh, love that. Yeah, they're good. Um, we tend to eat at Wing Thai a little bit more. And it's not because, like, oh, the food's better. It's just they're closer. You know, Kidder, we were talking pasta. We forgot Noodle Company. Noodle Zip. Is that? Or which one? Noodles and Co. Noodles. Oh, Noodles and Company. That's a like fast food. Right. I yeah. mean, it's 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 not the gourmet pasta, but it's a pasta one. And then there's um, I Heart Macaroni Mac and Cheese up here by my place. Mm-hmm. I guess those would technically both be considered pasta joints. Yeah, I haven't I, I haven't eaten that. I love uh, mac and cheese, but oh, yes, the I Heart Mac and Cheese is pretty good. Depending on what you get, I've heard uh, good and bad. My experiences have been good in the the three times that I've been there. The food has been been good, but depends on your own experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. um, Sushi place. What's the top sushi place? Of course, it's uh, Kobe's. Japanese grill steakhouse. I, I do like Kobe's. Uh, Oahu's not bad. Mm-hmm. I, I've actually only been there once, but like Kobe's, we tend to do a lot. If we were going that, that track. Yeah. So I, I do, do absolutely love Kobe's. And then the Shogun in in the mall. I've tried theirs. Yeah. It's it's not too bad. The 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 interesting thing with their hibachi, you get a shrimp with it. So so I enjoy that. And the noodles come with it. But in my opinion, the quality is a little bit less than the hibachi that you get at Kobe's. And your noodles are extra at Kobe's. And you don't get a shrimp unless you order shrimp. So, kind of depends what you want. Mm-hmm. I like quality myself. Yeah, I yeah we we like Kobe's and we we've done that quite a bit. Um, every now and though, like we have found like if we're gonna do Kobe's, we have to like eat in restaurant. We can't order it because every time we order it, they screw up Lefty's order. And they always put soy sauce on it, and then she can't eat it. So it uh, that's like our only like issue with it. When we're in there, and she can tell them like, "Yeah, no soy sauce whatsoever." 
they're fine. They they nail it every time, but hmm. for some reason we we've had I think three or four times where we've ordered it and I brought it home and it's always like she's dead tired. She just wants you know. I was like, I will bring you this because I know it's a special treat. You'll love it. And there's nothing worse than you bring it home and you open it up and you're just like, I can't eat this. So we that's that's the only downside to Kobe's. <clears throat> But you tell them they'll make it right. Yeah. So it does it, you know, and that's it's tough. Uh, she's got some crazy allergy stuff. So my wife's difficult in that case. For me, some of the best sushi that I have ever had. Uh, two places come to mind, oddly enough. First of uh, two involves you uh, in the middle of nowhere, Montana. <laughs> at uh, whatever place that was that we were at had really good sushi but mm-hmm. maybe also have been because of the sake <laughs> yeah yeah that that does help um, <laughs> in fact that the sake uh, talk brings up a third place uh <laughs> sakari in des moines you haven't been there, but uh, of course the stories uh rude boy Nico and I partaking after the Metallica show and after and since several times. Man, I love that place. Uh, and then uh, the third place, which was closed, is called Squid Inc. And is in Cityscape. Kind of like a Soto Sopa from a South Park. But uh, Cityscape in Phoenix, right downtown. Great sushi bar right on the corner. Just phenomenal sushi. Uh, uh, the rolls, the traditional sushi pieces, the sashimi, just everything delicious. Uh, when we got to experience it, it was like a... 18 to 20 hour open period that they would do. It was ridiculous. They had breakfast sushi all the way to like 3 a.m. sushi. <laughs> so they were they were closed for, I don't know, four hours. It was it was insane. And we didn't have to drive anywhere, so <clears throat> didn't matter. So having sake bombs and beer, wine, Sapporo, all, all of the things. Late night. In fact, one day we ate there three times. Wow. It was, and this is in Phoenix. Like, there's a lot of restaurants in Phoenix, including Outback Steakhouse and Joe's Crab Shack, which we also experienced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when it comes to sushi, I like Kobe's. Although, I don't know. I, I like sushi. I, I enjoy it. The uh, The only thing I've never really liked about it is, like, to get enough to really be full, it costs so much, and it just it leaves you hungry. Like, just it's not as, like, sustaining and filling. But I, I love it. I mean, it's it's good stuff. It's just my... I have a hard time going like, yeah, let's let's go spend thirty dollars on sushi and Oh, that's just for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<clears throat> guaranteed because I'm getting the salmon sushi. I got to get two orders of that. So I get four pieces and then I got to get a black pepper tuna roll or two with no avocado. Just a delicious, delectable black pepper tuna seared nice and peppery. Put it inside the roll. Got the rice, the, uh, the uh, seaweed. Dip that in wasabi and soy sauce. Poof! Flavor explosion in your mouth. And then you can get something like a crunchy a King Crunch crab roll. Uh, maybe an eel avocado roll. Uh, spicy salmon roll. Or even just a salmon roll. Delicious. Mm, I, love, I love salmon sushi. <laughs> I love black pepper tuna sushi. Mm, just delicious. In fact... Black pepper tuna tataki, the nice sl- thinly sliced pieces of uh, tuna, the black pepper sear all the way around the exterior. You get some of that, uh, <clears throat> the uh, spicy mayo with that. Man, this is uh, this is going to be the like podcast that like makes everybody hungry. We're going to get all the comments like, damn it, Kidder and Howard. Listening to this like an hour before lunchtime, and I'm now sitting here starving. <laughs> hey, I mean, I could eat. I could. I could also drink. Well, I was gonna say uh, you're out. We're at a closing in on the hour mark. Kidder, uh, everybody knows what I'm having. If you want it, we can jump to everybody's second favorite segment of the show, and that is what's on tap, round two. Drink. Okay. One of these days, I'm going to just like record that so I can just like, you know, when we get to that next level where like we have like the mixing board with the sound buttons, I can just cue that up. Don't have Great. to. It's going to be like an FM morning show. Hey, we, we almost were. Remember back when we had the random sound effect machine for a while? And then Google put in the thing where it like censored the sound effects because it was just viewed as extra noise and that killed that bit. Uh, good times. Good times in the early days of this show. Were they though? I mean. Yes. Yes, they were. All right. I had good times with those. Hmm. We were having good times because at that point we we weren't, you know, like we were still like young and hopeful that this whole thing would take off and we would have hundreds of listeners and I'll be tuning in for our wise words of wisdom and reviews on beer. The world was our oyster. I'm stalling. So you can eventually tell us about this beer that you're putting in your Yeti. Yeah, it's just a, uh, <clears throat> grain belt Northeast, but the, uh, cap just doesn't want to close on it. Uh, well, well, anyway, yes, back back when we were of that mindset and not the jaded podcast host that we have become over the last two years and like nine months. Sure. So, I want to tell you about this, though. Found these at the, the Club de Sam and... No alcohol in these, but uh, it's an iced coffee and it's Twix flavored. 
And I you actually you drank that. I did. Why? It's it's eight ounces, and I uh, enjoyed this thing in about two minutes. I, I, you're not a coffee drinker, as far as I know. Correct. So so why why did you drink that? I mean, it's artificially flavored coffee, so there's that. It's not actually coffee. I guess there is brewed coffee in it. Uh Uh-huh. Milk, sugar, cream, potassium, phosphate, cocoa, pectin, sodium citrate, sea salt, natural and artificial flavors, and milk. Again. I, um, I mean, I'm glad you liked it. I'm just surprised yeah. you drank it. Like, I would have almost thought you had lost a bet to drink coffee. Oh, no. I'm going to blow your mind, Howard. You ready for this? <clears throat> we don't have a Duncan around here, so, again, can't, can't do this. But the iced coffee latte, no, whatever the crap it is. Hold on. <clears throat> we don't have a Duncan here, so I had to put it in my notes just so I could remember it in the once every six to twelve months that I make it to a Duncan. Get ready, everybody. This is the Mark Kidder Duncan Donuts coffee order. Get your pens ready, get your pencils, get some paper. Or at least, you know, pull up an app so you can text it to yourself. Once he finds it, he's digging. You could do that. <clears throat> Maybe I didn't actually put it on here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you can't you can't get it at the Buckstar. And you can't get it at the Buacare. <laughs> You say it's like people aren't going to figure out that you just referenced Starbucks and Caribou. Whoa, 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 whoa. No reference. Nothing similar. Did not say either of those locations. I'm just going to say, though, Kitter, while you're you're still looking for this, uh, you can actually get like the chilled like Dunkin' uh, drinks uh, at at most of your local gas stations. You know. For when you're not at a holiday. Sinner's <laughs> now Googling his coffee drink order. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I truthfully, uh, if I'm going for a froofy coffee like that, because uh, normally, I, I, I listen, I drink my coffee black. You know, that that's... When it is dark and as we know, dark and bitter as my soul. That's that's how I do. But if I'm gonna like go to Caribou, then I'm gonna get like a caramel high rise blended. Hmm. Excellent, excellent drink. Highly recommend. But for you, sir, what is it? What does the Kidder, the Mark Kidder, get at the Dunkin' Donuts? Well, apparently, it's the perfect pick me up. <clears throat> freshly brewed with full of flavor with the iced coffee, getting the energized ready to go. Yeah, that's a Dunkin' iced coffee with uh, whole milk, extra, 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 extra caramel and caramel drizzle, and eight shots of sugar. 
Wow. If you don't see the slightly opaque line at the bottom, they didn't do it right. <laughs> because you need to fix this. It's a, but it's a really it settles. It, it has to be there, and then you mix it up again. So basically, you like your, your coffee with like sugar sludge at the bottom. Yeah, that's correct. I need, I, I, I need the the sugar sludge, but you mix it and then it it's it's good, right? Because the less coffee taste, the better. I I, I like the coffee taste. Yeah. I enjoy that. So you're also a miscreant, but <laughs> you can also do you can also throw cream in there instead of the whole milk, but you know. <laughs> I think I did cream last time. Yeah. Anyway, it would be awesome if we could, you know, have a location that would be near us in some some sort of way. Or you could just learn to, you know, try some other things, develop a taste for coffee. No, no. Because, uh, I mean, how else are we ever going to get to, like, doing the Triple B morning show, you know? We're not, because I'm not getting my ass up that early. <laughs> you, you can go straight to hell. 4 a.m. F no. Well, now listen, listen. We're a, we're a podcast. We're not an actual morning show. Like <laughs> you don't have to be up at 4 a.m. <clears throat> you know. We can easily well, this, sleep this, in until this six. This is already our morning show. Who cares if you you drink a beer or a Bloody Mary? What? Oh, oh here, let me let me put this a little bit more morning show colors. Yeah, orange. don't you see the vibrant colors of of dawn right before the sun begins rising above the wonderful fruitful plains of America? By the way, our closest Duncan is still in Minneapolis. I mean, like, that, back. Hey, well, you know, listen, there's we we had an outback here, and clearly we didn't support it. I think the, we supported the one in Fargo. We sure did. Well, you know, we did went down there, but I mean, like the North Dakota, we like, like. Not, not, we didn't, we didn't pull in enough people. They couldn't live on just, you know, two broke college kids alone. Hey, can we get like 50 loaves of bread to bring back to Grand Forks, please? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably the reason they went out of business because <laughs> we took all of their damn bread and they couldn't afford to make anymore. Uh, <clears throat> truthfully, I think it, that location in Fargo was, was terrible. Because, yeah, you could see it from I-29, but how do you get to it? Very difficult. Yeah. If it was in the in the, ex uh, the outskirts of the mall, near the mall, probably would have been a lot better. Yeah, I, I know that. Uh, the, um, uh, the DOT fueling station for fleet vehicles in Fargo is right in that same stretch. And so 
Uh, part of the reason why I make sure that I have fueled up and don't have to go there for fuel. The less I have to drive through Fargo, the happier I am. Which, uh, hey, kidder, here's a fun thing for you. I, uh, I've been for the last two years tracking my uh, mileage of how many miles I travel over the course of my job, which I know will not be anywhere close to what, you know, other people in other professions may hit. But um, this year I came in at 11,468 miles. Hmm. So almost halfway around the world. And uh, I, 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 I throw up the whole like, you know, other professions because we were uh, we're conducting interviews of architects because um, we're, we're going to restore um, uh, the gym up at Fort Totten. And we hit the threshold, so we have to, um, the state requires us to hire an architect. And we were talking about it before one of the interviews, and the people we were interviewing were in there. We were just kind of, you know, chatting back and forth a little bit. But I brought it up, and the, the engineer who was interviewing with the one architect Here's this, and when he got to his interview, and last and this year I've done thirty thousand miles. And I'm like, okay, this isn't a not a not a contest, but so I'll throw that. But yeah, uh, eleven thousand four hundred sixty-eight miles, which is forty-six miles less than I did last year. So did not quite beat my record from last year. Hey, so slacking. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't have some of the big trips last year. I went up to Riding Rock twice, and Riding Rock is a haul to get up there. So it's uh takes it's a lot. A ride. I uh, it's because it's so far up in the northwestern like corner of the state. It's I think it's like five hours up there from Bismarck. So makes for, you know, at least 10 hours if you're driving there and back. So I did that twice last year, uh, including one of them, which was a one day trip, drove all the way up there just to get my butt chewed by uh, director of the North Dakota Arts Council. So that was fun. <laughs> hmm. Real fun. But anyway, yeah, you know, interesting times for me at work. Uh, you know, I spent, I, I figured it out. It was three, four and a half hours interviewing architects this week. So, well, that was interesting. Um, but I'm excited, excited to get the gym going. Uh, we're also working on. Uh, a plan for the Chateau de Mores. We hired a contractor, a consultant to uh, basically help us do some master site planning with the Chateau and kind of what we can do with our land that we have out there and such. And so, hey, you, the people of the Triple B, do you want to help? Do you want to share your thoughts and opinions? I'm putting up a little survey. There's uh, one down in the show notes. But, uh, okay, you can go in and share your feedback. If you've been to the Chateau, 
And Medora, even if you haven't been to the Chateau of Medora, we still have some things we want to ask you. And uh, we, we need like 2,000 some people to try and take the survey to get like a credible result. So, hey, help us out, especially if you're in the North Dakota area. Love to hear from you. In fact, Kidder, I'll expect you to, to fill it out too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, I'll fill it out. <laughs> he will. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just going to just be outside of his door with like a clipboard, like. Excuse me, Mr. Kidder, do you have time for a short survey? <laughs> you know, I've been wondering if those uh, auto turrets that I installed work correctly. I brought beer. <clears throat> With my luck, it's freaking Miller Lite. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you probably take the survey now, I'll make sure it's not. <laughs> hmm. Okay. <clears throat> What are the questions on said survey? I mean, a lot of it's like, you know, have you been to the Chateau? No. See, then it's going to be really short because it's kind of like then asking, like, what do you look for in a vacation? You know? Alcohol. See? Sushi. Concerts. Wrestling. See, this is all viable information for us, man. Sightseeing. And by sites, I mean, like, various bars. <laughs> Clearly, Kidder, you and I, like, maybe maybe we should drive out this winter, because winter is a dead time, and, and do a show. Well, no, no, do a live show from, like, the Little Mo, or at least record a show at the Little Mo. Hmm. I hope that they're going to keep it open past uh, closing time because we don't know how to end this thing. I, I mean, we do know how to end this thing. Why? Are you looking to end this thing? Bring it to an end? Because Good night, everybody! <laughs> Man, we haven't... We, you know what? Get her. Like, we're... we're we're over an hour in, and uh, we haven't even hit on some of our usual topics. Like, we haven't mentioned anything about hockey. I know we beat the Flames, so that was good. Didn't we beat the Flames, or was it the Senators? I'm not going to lie. Senators last night. I, okay, that's the game I'm thinking of. Sorry, I was, like, trying to scroll Facebook while toddlers were tackling me. I hmm. <clears throat> So... So Nathan McKinnon last night versus the Senators is the first player in Avalanche franchise history to score four goals in one game and scored his 300th goal, which he's, I don't know, one of five in the franchise to... Uh, yeah, probably not. I'm just making stuff up now. I don't remember. Scores. <clears throat> Maybe um we'll get Howard to do the thing. I mean I can listen, I can I can 
vamp while Kidder's looking up. Uh, hey, in, in Minnesota wild news, it's seeming that uh, Mark andre Fleury, uh, the flower, uh, won. This might be his final season. Uh, there's a lot of hints that this is his last because um, he's about to play in Pittsburgh or at the time of Munich. He has played in Pittsburgh um, and that it would be his last appearance in Pittsburgh was kind of the, the belief. So we could be seeing the end of Marc-Andre Fleury's career. And uh, he is closing in, Kidder, very quickly on one Patrick Waugh's uh, record. So I, he's, he's getting close, man. I think he will probably beat it before his career is over, which I know upsets you. But, uh, you know, it's, it's okay. It happens. It happens. I mean, <clears throat> Waz still a fantastic goalie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stalling. Uh, hey, but the Wild have been on kind of a hot streak since firing uh, their uh, their coach. Their new hmm. coach seems to have lit a fire under their butts, and they are, uh, yeah, they're they're coming back. So you're stalling, and then I thought you were rushing. No, that's Kirill Kaprizov. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> well, I don't have the uh, statistics for that, but Miko Rantanen scored two goals. Nathan McKinnon scored four goals. Making the total six to four versus the Ottawa Senators. And Samuel Gerard is practicing one step toward returning. Uh, Lekkonen was also in practice with a no contact jersey. Avs play the Coyotes tomorrow, Saturday, eight o'clock central time. And then Christmas break. And then play the Coyotes again on the 27th. And then the Blues and then the Sharks. Avs are 20 and 11 and 2 on the season. It's not bad. 42 points for third in the Central. It's not bad. I mean, it's not great, but it's not. Could be worse. Could be worse. So that really is our hockey news because UND is on Christmas break. Mm. So uh, anything from the wacky, wild world of wrestling? I mean, it's already old even for this show, but Liv Morgan was arrested for possessing marijuana and uh, substance uh, like a barbiturate of marijuana in Florida. So Mm. don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, I, I I did see that you sent me that thing that she had been arrested, and I was like, oh. I didn't click on it to see what it was for, but I'm not surprised now that I hear her. Yeah, I thought people would be smarter in this day and age and just stay away from that garbage. But whatever, you know, there there are people who embrace it, and especially with the there are several states that have legalized it. You know. It's becoming more and more of a thing, man. Yeah. I mean, 
it's a stupid thing, but whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I've never like beyond this, right? I've never and by this for the audio listeners because I, I hey we, we do have audio listeners, you know, like we drink beer, which is a drug, but you can handle it if you you know in moderation. Uh, my my thing is I've never really wanted to ever be on anything or do anything like that that could like alter my mind. Like to me, greatest fear would be like being like even just blackout drunk, you know, and not remembering. Mm -mm. I would hate that. I'd hate to be in a state where I can't remember things, you know, um, anything that would just mess with the mind um back when i had my lumbar puncture and had the spinal headache and they put me on those painkillers that they shouldn't have like that was trippy enough and i hated every second of it like everything from the robot voice that i was hearing in my head when anybody talked to feeling the vibrations of cars on the road nah I've never had a desire to do any of that stuff because I just, I don't like that feeling of being messed with. So that, that's my take. Yeah. That, plus, you know, if you're a, a daily regular user of marijuana, you have a 34% higher risk at heart ailments like heart failure. So, Maybe it's a good idea to stop using marijuana. Additionally, if you smoke marijuana, according to the latest studies that are, that are out, have been conducted over the past 10 years from over 300 subjects, the heart conditions, number one concern. Number two, when you burn the marijuana cigarettes, it has the same carcinogens as in a house fire or other building fires versus even a regular cigarette that has filters and is controlled and doesn't have the same issues that a marijuana cigarette has. And then you talk about potential fentanyl exposure and other issues arising from it. And it smells like a skunk's ass. So whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the closest I ever have gotten to anything like that kidder uh back when my teaching days uh teaching down on the reservation had a student who was using the synthetic stuff and she tended to sit right in front right by my podium and so the days that she was there especially if she'd used like just the odor of it coming off like i had to go and basically lecture from the other side of the whiteboard because you could get a contact high just teaching being in the same room as her yeah. um but yeah vapes and that's even worse because vapes are even less regulated <clears throat> not that you know marijuana is regulated uh for the most part because people still get it and by other means than dispensaries but yeah yeah I see and like smoking never had any I never had any interest in I had an aunt who smoked all the time and just I remember the smell of her and and that and it was just you know I just 
I grew up with no interest in smoking because I just remember her smelling terrible. I'm just like, no, why would I do that? Ugh. I get that you get, you know, used to the smell and then you just, you're blind to it, but still, oh, smell like an ashtray all the time. So, yep. Yeah. I, I still, I still can't stand it. Yeah. Um, Well, anyway, yeah, nothing uh, less polarizing. Yeah, yeah, we probably should probably should move <laughs> off that and uh, onto something far, far less. I still have not watched it. I'm sorry. Well, you may have not watched it, but look at this. I, I, I am looking. It is a <laughs> like I'm sorry. You're a little screen yeah. over there. All yeah, I yeah, yeah. Is- well, here. Here, there you go. Oh, there you I, go. It's your collector booster for Doctor Who. Yeah, remember I ordered this at the same time that I ordered this? Yeah. Blech. Okay, he's just throwing stuff all over. Just, just yeah, a little bit, a little bit, just, just a little bit. Well, <clears throat> I never uh, received it and said that it was sent and then it hadn't been sent, and so I actually had to call the Amazonian nation <clears throat> and tell them that I hadn't received it. And they're like, Oh, I'll send one out. So I finally got it. Mm. And he's opening it folks. Inside will be foils, rares, mythic rares. <laughs> they're better for the cost of these freaking things. No, that's, that's the reason why it's a collector booster. Alternative art. Things like that. Now that said, there's still some of it that's better than others, but. Oh, he's got the scissors. Damn it, man. You might cut the cards. Might cut my hand in half. Hmm. Good good thing you know, you know, first aid. Yeah. One of those things. Just remember the golden rule, kidder. Always cut towards your spouse. For the audience, since he didn't say anything, he's cutting in my general direction. <laughs> so when you open it up, then you get the magic, magic logo. And then, well, look at that. Ooh, shiny. You get a pack inside the pack. Pack in a pack in a pack. Hmm. <clears throat> Okay, here we go. He's opening the foil. What, should I have some like... I I don't know. I'm not into the whole ASMR thing. (laughs) Maybe that's how we've been getting a bunch of viewers. Uh, well, as I said, this is mostly the audio version. So yeah, yeah. He's trying to get into that pack.
like the greatest bit of stalling. There's somebody's like, don't open it already. <laughs> it's, 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 this is the ASMR section. Oh. <clears throat> when the ASMR section starts paying the bills, I'll care. Perfect. Hey, by the way, uh, speaking of that, you can donate to us. Subscribe as little as $1 a month to help uh, some starving and thirsty podcast hosts. BeerBluesBS.com to donate. And you can also subscribe at Streamlabs.com slash BeerBluesBS right at the bottom of your screen if you're watching this or in the show notes if you're listening to this. And with that, I give you... cards are in this 15 yeah it's like a normal booster it's just costs more because it's supposed to have better stuff well at the rate that it's coming out of the packaging it better have better stuff I see a foil right off the bat yes there is a swamp foil the ninth doctor Ooh. Foil. Nice. That's something I'm sure you're happy about. Yes, I like the ninth doctor. Fantastic. We have uh, <clears throat> two foils there. We have the Psychorax Commander foil. Nice. Nice. Uh, next card here, the uh, Seaside Citadel foil. I am liking the foils that are on here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I told you. Okay. And then we have Gallifrey Falls No More, which I believe is a repeat, but it's foil. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> from the 12th Doctor... Bill Potts. Nice. I mean, it would be very helpful if it, uh, you know, focused, but whatever. What are you, you going to do, right? It's all that foily goodness. The camera's like, I can't handle it. Too much foil. A standard card of Ian Chesterson. Right, but it's a rare. A standard card as foretold. I can't quite tell if that's a rare or a mythic rare. Where would you <clears throat> tell? On the, on the set logo, which is right below the picture on the right side, is it gold or is it kind of like an orangey gold? So so you have the... the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks... Cause, okay, so you see the line that says enchantment, Kidder. At the mm -hmm. other end of the bar, there's the, the set logo. Yep, the TARDIS. I can't quite tell just from the lighting and the screen. It, it looks like it's just a rare to me. But if it's more of an orangey color to that gold, then it's a mythic rare. Well, the foil card is the same gold color. The land is a silver. I, I mean, the card you had right before it was a, I could tell was a rare. So the mythic rare is what? The black? Uh, the, a mythic rare is kind of an orangey color um that i mean this one's black right that's a common yeah uh, well i don't have an orange yet <clears throat> so 
There's the cyber conversion. You will be deleted. The foil. A, a fiery islet. Good card. A land. And I have uh, two foils of that. Get another one. The Vissler Turlo. Nice. Here you go, kidder. Real quick. Mm, I see. It's like an orange. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this orangey color. So this is a rare. This is a mythic. You'll be able to tell. It's really orange. Yasmin from the 13th Doctor. Nice. Oh, for Pete's sake. Who's or Pete? for Yasmin's sake. Gold. Your favorite. The fourth Doctor. And that is a mythic. Ah. And an alternative art. Well, look at that. That's why the circle's on it. Uh, no, I just because uh, I have the fourth Doctor card. No, oh. and it's different. So yeah, this is maybe you got a tenth Doctor something. Hmm. I, I, I mean, I have the same tenth Doctor you do because oh, same sets. But I was, yeah, I was hoping maybe you wanted to trade. Okay. Well, uh, then that's a Dalek foil. Mm-hmm. Also, I believe an alternative art card. Probably that's what the circle means. I'm going to guess so. Okay. And a fish. Fish token. Yeah. I don't well, know what it means, but. Uh, there, are, there are tokens in the game. Oh, right. So, so you well, have. I guess the other side is an aura ch- enchantment. Ah. Mark of the Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there are tokens in the game. So there are things that create tokens, which are like additional creatures. So shows just how long Kinnish has been out of the magic game. Because back when we played in high school, there wasn't mythics. There and I really probably wasn't... would never have received one anyway. Uh, yeah, I have quite a few, actually. <laughs> Ooh, I have quite a few. Well, you know, I've been collecting longer than you have. Actually, I don't. Well, yeah, I think I have been. But. <clears throat> so these $15 per pack sets include three surge foil cards, two traditional foil cards, seven traditional foil cards and a 10% chance of being replaced by a surge foil may uh, may contain these cards who one through 191 i'm not going to read all of that yeah I, that's it's a combination of 7 to 14 cards of rarity rare or higher and up to seven uncommon, up to five uncommon, and one land card. Foil serialized card in less than 1% of boosters. Yeah, and I mean, as I said, that's a product that they make for the people who are like the diehard collectors who want to get those rares, mythic rares, and foils, and all of that. So, I mean, I would love to, uh, to have that as well, but I don't <clears throat> want to spend... $15 a piece just to be let down. 
Yeah, well, and truthfully, like, if you give it time, like, the Doctor Who set's still fairly new. Um, if you give it time, you should be able to go on to a lot. There are a lot of card resellers out there. And you could pick up a lot of these as foils, as, you know, the rares, the mythic rares, for fairly cheap. Unless it was a card that really was, like, an amazing great card and now everybody wants it for their their decks and their collection you know like a, a dark ritual or something like that that's that's kind of now how most people like there are those who still buy the blind packs but a lot of people i think go just to card sellers and just buy what they want that's uh that's how magic works these days well can it, let me ask are you happy with the cards you got in that pack I mean, having the fourth Doctor is pretty cool. It would have been uh, even cooler if it was a foil. <clears throat> but ninth Doctor being a foil, I like that. Dalek! I mean, that's a cool one. Yeah. <laughs> a myriad and a menace. I have a few, uh, few of these. <laughs> Just protect these right away. Sleeving up his cards, ladies and gentlemen. Sleeving up his cards. <laughs> Got to keep them looking pristine, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the ninth. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Ninth Doctor Christopher Eccleston. Have you heard the controversy with him? No, I have not. About well, I mean, when the time this is released, it's like uh, you know, a month and a half ago. <clears throat> but Christopher Eccleston recently was on a podcast discussing his displeasure with uh, RTD and being replaced on the show so quickly after being chosen as the ninth doctor mm. and uh, will not return to Doctor Who as long as RTD is having anything to do with who that is interesting and basically uh christopher eccleson blames him specifically for the, his firing and transition from the doctor see and i don't know why but i thought i was always under the impression that like eccleston was the one who left like like he came in and said yep i'm only doing a season or two <clears throat> yeah apparently it was a uh, BBC and um, uh, RTD decision. I mean, I I liked him. I liked him a lot. You know, he, he's up there on my list of doctors. Um, that said, I mean, it gave us the the brilliant David Tennant yeah. as as the tenth. So yet, you, you know. You almost hate to wonder what would have happened if, like, they would have stuck with Eccleston until, like, RTD decides to leave. And then, you know, would they have, I don't know that they would have gone to Tenet. They might have still ended up with Matt Smith. Uh. So, I, I mean, I'm just, like, it's hard to say. So, like, I, it's a shame either way. But mm. it is sad that he is kind of writing himself off of that because, I don't know, I would have loved to have seen him. You know, in that doctor's role a little bit more. You know? Yeah. Me too. 
Um, especially because he kind of comes out of nowhere. You know, there's quite the gap between the eighth and the ninth doctor. Um, you, you, it left the door open if you ever wanted to like go back and like prequel or, you know, lost stories of the doctor. Could have been interesting. So. Hmm. Yeah, because the eighth doctor has, has talked about, you know, audiobooks, things that have filled in the gaps between the movie and the return of New Who. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interesting. Very interesting. Well, um, speaking of controversies, uh, last week I told you about the Mythic Games Krampus uh, controversy. Uh, I, I need to make a, an update, a correction to something I, I said. Because uh, I said that people were upset because uh, Mythic was spending money on new art for this Krampus promotion. I, I have to correct myself because I've learned, uh, no, they didn't spend any money. They're using an AI generator to create all of their Krampus images that they are using for this promotion, uh, which is further ticking off the gaming community because the gaming community is very anti-AI art. Um, so just to share that as an update to the old Krampus controversy at Mythic. And I'm glad we're almost at Christmas and hopefully it's done because I'm tired of like all of the emails and all of the posts I'm seeing on Facebook about it. So it's just a terrible terrible idea and a terrible promotion so uh, a lot of a lot of people are still like i see the comment almost every time they post anything like hey you know what a, a cutesy promotion like this is great when you have good favor with your fans you have no good favor you should knock this off so they're still getting a uh, pretty pretty beat up over the whole thing so I have breaking news for you. Oh, let me just dust off that graphic with an old. A nutritionist has claimed that pizza is healthier uh, option for breakfast than most cereals. Dietitian uh, Chelsea Amir created a stir by suggesting that pizza is healthier breakfast than a bowl of cereal with milk. She highlights that pizza and cereal have similar calorie counts, but emphasizes pizza's higher protein count for morning uh, satiety. I was just making sure there wasn't some kind of spelling error there. <laughs> On the other hand, dietitian Carrie Gans recommends choosing high fiber cereals with minimal sugar for a healthy breakfast. Adding nutritious toppings like berries, apples, bananas, nuts, seeds, and yogurt enhances the nutritional value of the cereal, which kind of negates the cereal itself and just eat berries. Yeah. I, I truthfully, I, I'm a big fan of pizza for breakfast. You know? 
At the time of this, there's over 171,000 likes on the post and oh, almost 2,000 comments. I, I mean, to me, if you think about it, it's got a little bit of everything in the old nutrition world. Besides the protein, especially if you're like me and you like a lot of toppings, like my pizzas have lots of veggies on it. So I'm, I'm getting some veggies. I'm getting some dairy. I'm, as I said, getting protein from the sausage, the pepperoni. <laughs> The tomatoes and the tomato sauce, some bread, the grease to help it slip through by knit by lunch. Mm, the, 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 I was gonna say the grease to help cut through the hangover from the beer I had the night before. Can't be hung over if you keep drinking. Uh, true, but if I keep drinking, I can't be a driving. Mm. Hey, there's Uber, Lyft, taxi, friends. Phone a friend. I, I, I well, hey, hey, kidder, kidder, you want to come pick me up, take me to work? <laughs> I will. You're not gonna like it, but yeah, I will. Geez, <laughs> uh, yes. Neighbors are gonna have questions, and it won't be about how to join the American Snow Shoveling League. <laughs> well, uh, kidder, on that uh, threat. Yeah, we're going with threat. Can't be a threat when it uh, is a guarantee. Okay, on that guarantee of a terrible time, mm. we've been talking for quite a while. It's time we wrap this show up mm. with some plugs. <clears throat> okay. Of the crazy variety. That's right, crazy right. plugs. Well... Uh, we need your help to stay in business. Beerbluesbs.com. Go to merch store or buy us a beer. All of the above right there. Help us out. We do appreciate your assistance in helping keep us going. Because uh, buying us a beer, I mean, I can't open it right now. Orion's laying there waiting for me to get done with this. So then we can go do something else. Um <laughs> So help us help you by keeping the show going. And that is, of course, number one, by going to beerbluesbs.com. You can buy us a beer. Uh, where I was going with that is my fridge is now basically empty, aside from one mountain time, which I don't know if I can find any more of it around the area. So I'm going to have to look. Second of all, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. Again, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. We would absolutely love for you to help us and join us there because, well, I mean, that's going to help us get, uh, you know, subscribers. You subscribe every month, like $1 a month. That's it. $1 a month helps us keep this thing going. Uh, you can also buy some sweatshirts, some uh, T-shirts, some pint glasses, things like that to help uh, keep this show rolling. Beerbluesbs.com. Click on merch or streamlabs.com slash BS. How about the Big D's Business Center? How about that, Jayco? I mean, that's a classy shirt if I ever saw one. I'd almost say it's limited edition. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's limited in how many people we're actually going to sell that shirt to. Yeah, probably. Could do a discount on it, but... Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, if you help us, then we can help you by bringing a more a top-notch 
comedy and quality shows into your life. So please help us. It's it's not just a request. It's a plea. <laughs> we, we need you to help us. Uh, also type your comments in there and then we can share them on the show. So then we actually have content. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Posts everywhere. Constantly things happening on there. You could comment and share your thoughts directly to us. A video version also available on YouTube, so you can watch this whole train wreck happen in progress. Also, audio versions available on all of the platforms. And so if you have an account with all of the platforms like iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb. <sighs> yeah, I'm already falling asleep talking about this. Uh Amazon Podcast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. If you have an audio service account, please search for Beer, Blues, and BS. Again, Beer, Blues, and BS. And help us get some extra numbers. And we appreciate you for joining us throughout the whole show in progress. Like, like it, like it, thumbs up, subscribe. We'd appreciate it. Please help us. And uh, helping us helps you. So please help us. Other than that, Killer Kidder Show available on Spotify. You can listen to the Killer Kidder Show anytime, anywhere, as long as you're listening through uh, Spotify and clicking into the list. I have 17 likes. So thank you for those of you listening to the 7,634 songs, which total 506 hours and eight minutes. I mean, if we did the math on how many months that would be of music, then there would be that and math. <coughs> so there's that. All right, Howard, final thoughts for this episode. You know, Kidder, you always ask me for a final thought, and this time I thought I'd turn it around on you. Question oh. for you, sir. Uh, with your radio DJ gig, you have the option. Get of uh, say getting hired on with like one of the big satellite streamers, like a Sirius. Okay, and uh, you know it's in a predominant spot. You get your own show, control over you know what you're playing, all of that. You don't have to leave Bismarck. The only catch, it's on the country station. Do you take it? I mean, if I get to play whatever I want, then yes, because it's going to go sideways the minute I start my show. Well, I mean, anything you want in the country genre. Oh, well, I can't do that. <laughs> Number one, I don't know what country. Number two, country sucks. I, I kind of figured that would be the reaction, and that's why I wanted to use my final thought to ask you that question. <clears throat> Back to you, oh. Kidder. Well, future Howard's welcome for that piece of editing that he needs to do. And with that, <laughs> it's all from him. He's Howard Blues. Future Howard says, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs>
too. As for me, I'm the man, the myth, Ledger Mark Kenner. Thank you for joining us for this and hopefully every episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, especially if you made it to this point in the episode. God help us all if you believe in that. And whatever you do believe in, well, hopefully that helps us too. Keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down that ever-so-confusing Toscan Highway. Have a good one. See you at the next episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. You know, I mean, it's a little food heavy, but I still think that'll be a good episode. So hungry. <laughs> well, uh, good thing. Good thing we have wrapped this up. You know, we can we can close yeah, this down. Talking about wraps. We can try and close this out, you know. There's not a lot left for us to taco about. You know, we can... uh, (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Let us be done with this. (laughs) I mean... Maybe think about it and have this discussion. Tomato. You mean tomato. Close enough. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, this conversation has clearly gone awry hope people like all these cheesy puns Um, really something to butter your bread (laughs) and then again some of these puns are real lemons but it's a stout conversation. <laughs> gotta, uh, let the, gotta let that quality joke rise to the top. The cream of the crop. Anyway, we should call it a night and go to bed. If you let it settle, then it can really cure. Think I, of a I, joke tomorrow. I know. I'm not really chipping in on this conversation. Probably because I'm tired and I want to dip out. Yeah, you're sitting there peppering these things on. Assaulting us with these things. Yeah. That's that's my deal. (laughs) Hey, season's greetings to everybody out there. All of you for that. Yeah, I know that was a bit of a stretch, but it needed to be done. Mm-hmm. 
yeah and, and we need to end this and you know it's a bit saucy i know yeah mm-hmm. 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 yeah did i uh, did i also mention that i'm very very distraught over the loss of my light in my avalanche placard yeah we uh we took a moment of silence for it last week yeah i need to have a secondary moment of silence because i i think i found a replacement thing for it but i also don't think that'll work